This is Maxi Contenti, the director of The Last Matinee, and you're hearing the Horror Squad podcast. Welcome back to the Horror Squad podcast, episode number 214. Tonight, we're talking about Scream 2022, which is currently in theaters. I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Steve, who's drinking water. We have Sam, who's looking at our phone. We have Joe, who's styling his hair because he just got a new fresh haircut. Boys, girl, how are you? Fantastic. You're welcome, sweet. It's actually not styled at all, really. It's just flat. It looks like breeze right effortless now. effort. You know what I mean? Thank, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just shaking her head. I just kind of just throw teasing. my hand through it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let the wind style yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, how was everyone's Valentine's Day? Did you do anything special? Not at all. Would you? How was yours? You guys had a sleepover with your doggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sleep. We had a sleepover. All right. <laughs> Ooh, what is that? Shade. Mean? Shade. <laughs> Joe had the whiskey in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, move along. Steve, what did you do? <laughs> I worked for most of it. I uh, wasn't supposed to, but ended up working. Uh, I did get to play some games with my wife, like video games and stuff. Uh, oh, we fun. pulled out our old like 360 to play uh, some trivia games that she likes a lot. Uh, we also had a birthday party because it was their birthday the day before. So did that. And yeah, it was, it was a good weekend. You know, overall, a good time. Super Bowl, too. Yes, Todd, you didn't finally. Do Todd didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. Uh, no, we didn't. We're in this like uh, professional and geographical shakeup right now, so we're trying to buckle down everything. So we just, you know, had a quiet night at home. But not even like a candle lit while eating dinner. No, we got Chipotle. So <laughs> Chipotle burritos. It is good. But no, we're going out on uh, Friday night to that. Um, Cumberland Falls waterfall at night thing. Oh, so we're doing that in for celebration. That sounds romantic. Look, give a little smoochy smooch. You know what I mean? Are you gonna propose again? Renew the vows, maybe? Probably a little too early for that. That's probably more like a (laughs) twenty-year thing. I'm at fourteen. Yeah, so fourteen. Wow. You know what? Maybe somewhere around there. I don't know. Thirteen, fourteen. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you, Steve. How long have you been married? Uh, Ten and a half. Oh my God! You guys are babies. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Started young. Started young. That's amazing. Yeah, but mm. Super Bowl, uh, for mm-hmm. better or for worse, happened. My team lost. Yeah. Go Rams! We lost. Me and Steve betted on the Rams. Yes, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's hear it. What are your movies? You Do guys you guys have, have any- them? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Damn. I was forgetting something. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. No, think, about I, think about it. I, I got one. So the way we decide to do it is Sam's going to pick for Todd and I'm going to pick for Joe. Um, I already have my movie. So do you want at least to get Joe's and then we'll get Sam's for Todd yes. next week? So Joe, I'm, I'm letting you off easy this year. Oh. Uh, oh. It's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. But there's some entertaining values to it. Uh, so I would like you to review Rectuma over on Tubi. Ooh. 
Uh, right. Tuma? Yeah, Rectuma? about a guy Rectuma. who uh, gets his his ass uh, like <laughs> bit, and it grows bigger and bigger, and starts attacking people in the area. Oh, it's Sounds quite fun. the interesting film, I gotta say. What but, bites like, his ass? I don't remember if it's like a creature or I don't know, or a tick or something. I don't know. Something radioactive bites his ass, and it just grows from there. It's a very very low budget film, uh, but it, it's quite entertaining. It's not like you know, I was going to pick a Velocipaster, but I'm like over that now. So uh, I think I'm going to go with Rectumor for you. All right. I just, yeah, I can tell the the poster <laughs> makes me a little concerned, honestly, now that I'm looking at it. Uh, but hey, you know, I'm excited. Give it a shot. And uh, I see you gave it one and a half stars over on Letterboxd. So. Hey, for a movie like that, <laughs> that's, that's, lower. That's, that's, not no. the, yeah, that's not the worst. No. And honestly, the first uh, review that comes up on Letterbox is a five-star review, so you know, sure. we'll see. <laughs> so I hope you like it. Yeah, I was expecting like an 80s or 70s movies too, and it was made in 2000s. So <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's got the quality of like a 70s film. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's shot on tape, so you'll... Uh, oh, right. lovely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good one. So what did you guys think of the Super Bowl? Uh, you guys were disappointed, or what did you think of the halftime show and all that kind of stuff? Ooh, the halftime show was, halftime was show. good. It was, yeah. It was really cool. I love the, the best uh, one in recent years. That, true? I, I, I would think say so. so. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who was better in recent memory. Um, yeah, yeah, like nothing within the last 10 years that jumps out. Prince is like the favorite one I've actually ever seen. Like I know everyone talks about the Michael Jackson one, but like I was too young for that one. So, but the Prince is like the best one I've seen. Like when I actually watched the Super Bowl, but this was, this was up there for sure. The uh, set design on this year was pretty amazing. I thought it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. It wasn't the Bengals kicker out there watching. Yeah, it was. Oh, was he? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> that's funny. That's, he's like 21 years cool. old. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Super Bowl was fine. Like, I don't know when you don't have like a rooting interest in it. Like I'm, I was been spoiled as a Patriots fan where like the Patriots were basically in the Super Bowl like every other year for the past 20 years. So uh, yeah, um, I had like no rooting interest really besides obviously our Super Bowl bet. So I was just hoping for a good game and you know, overall I thought it was a, a good game, but I just felt like there wasn't as much excitement like uh, besides like the last two minutes of it. Uh, but there were some good commercials. Jim Carrey is the cable guy coming back. That was fantastic. And we got Dr. Evil. It was like, uh, I was talking about this with my friends. Uh, it was like they were like target 35 to 45 age, like demographic. That was like every commercial this year. The whole Super Bowl was basically that with the halftime. Yeah, show. right. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, right. Yeah. Per it's perfect for totally. me. I'm, I'm right in smack in the middle of that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, where this was all leading to, to me, was uh, what about that Nope trailer that we got during the Super Bowl? How do you guys feel oh, about yeah. uh, that one? Oh, my gosh. I'm so like, it looks scary. I was yelling at Joe. I was like, I'm scared, especially when Kiki goes up in the air and she's like getting sucked by whatever away in the wind, gone with the wind. Yeah, I'm really excited. It looks cool. I mean, they didn't show a lot, which I appreciate too, because every fucking trailer now is like, here's a twist, and this one didn't show anything. I really like the the horse cowboy-ish angle they're going for too. It looks pretty cool. 
Yeah, aliens on a ranch is like a really like interesting idea. You've never really seen something like that before. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I'm interested to see like what his spin on this is going to be or what the potential twist is going to be. It looks like there's some interesting stuff. Like the one, me and Sam were talking about this, uh, the one imagery that like really stands out to me is like there's that woman, she like looks up and like she has like a skeletal face kind of like going on. It's really fucking creepy. And I'm interested to see like if maybe like the aliens are like already here, like on like the ground too, as well as like being up in the sky or something. So yeah, I mean, like it's a, a great, really good thing. cast. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. Which would make sense like for Peel, right? Like, cause he always does um, some sort of social commentary. So like doing a sort of they live uh, take on it with the aliens would be pretty interesting. So, and he does like to buy, like he definitely like borrows from other horror movies. So they live actually makes total sense. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I feel like, great. why do I want to say that's his favorite horror movie? They Live? Good. I feel like I I've know. read that somewhere. Maybe it's a movie that's similar that I'm thinking of. It's definitely good. I actually watched it in the last two weeks, and uh, it holds up. I, I really like that one. It's, uh... It does, yeah. I watched it like a year or two ago for the first time ever, actually. And it, yeah, great movie. Yeah, I, I just really like Jordan Peele's aesthetic. Like, even how he introduces that it's his film so it comes from the top and lowers down and it says yeah, from yeah. jordan peele but the from is like under it is instead of over it because it's coming from the top it's just he's just so good that things like that and you could already tell just by the trailer like his fucking the cinematography just looks so fantastic and the way he frames shots and yeah he's so like he's in a league of his own right now and i'm super excited like i think this trailer was enough for me. I don't, I, not that I, I would have seen it anyway, but I, I don't want to see more. You know, I just want to see the movie at this point. And this could be an early contender for, you know, 2022. I hoping 2022 works out better in 2021. So when's it out? May? Is that July? Is it July? July? Oh, so oh I'm thinking, uh, got a bit of a wait there then, huh? Yeah. July 2222, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't wait. I, I'm really. Man, I'm like cautiously. excited, but I'm not. Yeah, cautiously, I guess optimistic. I'm, we I rewatched the trailer the other day with uh, Sam because she hadn't seen it yet uh, before. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Sam. What'd you think of it? Um, I mean, it seemed okay. I'll watch it, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch the original to like refresh my memory. But I find it. It looked like in the preview that there's now they've built a town around their house and I just feel like that would have never happened because everyone knew about like that family and no one wanted to go out there like there's no way I don't think that someone would like I don't know I just find it hard to believe that it's like built on now is that that what the plot is I didn't I didn't see that that's what it looked like to me it was very hard to see but she was talking about like oh they live in a ghost town or something like that but then maybe i missed maybe, maybe they're I, in like the same county or something i didn't i don't know they like showed the house and then there's another building right next to it yeah it's like a it's from what the trailer makes it seem like it's like it's a complete ghost town and like they're like this group is trying to like revive this town or something like but that was the Hewitt's and then house they find the same. leather faces it's same. like part of the neighborhood but like off to the side a little bit mm. like it's not it's not like directly like in the neighborhood but it's like there you know what i mean 
we'll so see. it's like i mean i mean in the original obviously i mean you, you remember this is like 50 years later so mm-hmm. I, I was saying this to sam i was like i feel like you know like in a lot of changes in 50 years so maybe at one point like obviously the hewitt's house was yeah, just by itself right. but maybe like in time developers came in and they started building and perhaps like you know maybe Leatherface was killing people in the town and that's why it's a ghost town there was some mysterious murders you know and no one could figure it out or something I'm sure they'll figure out something like that I will say I got a horror boner when the kids are on the bus and he comes up then he like gets his chainsaw and starts sawing someone in half and like throws them up in the roof looks pretty good if he does not slaughter the whole bus oh he has to slaughter the whole yeah go through them Ooh. Yeah, I need to watch rewatch the original. I mean, it's it's a great one. You should watch it again, Sam, for sure. I will. Maybe maybe will you it watch it with me. Sure, it doesn't have Jedediah, but it has. No Jedediah. No Jedediah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is that what we're still reviewing next week? You mm-hmm. guys have time to watch it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'm I'm excited. It's uh you know something new. We don't have to like pay for it. It's on Netflix, so it's uh should be good. Should be a good time. Uh, you guys ready for the question period? Yep. Um, you can ask us those questions yes. on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or on the Discord. Uh, speaking of the Discord, uh, this Saturday, so the day after this episode releases, we're doing our movie club uh, hangout uh, on Saturday at 9 p.m. And uh, we're going to talk about the house. I know last week we said my house, his house, just house <laughs> but it's actually the house um it's like a kind of animated film that uh yeah was picked and that's what we're going to talk about and then just hang out for a little bit so if you'd like to join join our discord and uh, you could do that and a bunch of other stuff so the first series of questions are audio questions of course from our man chuck so chuck what is your first question hey horror squad chuck aka captain amazing 85 with a few questions First question, if you only had one shot, one opportunity to convert a non-horror fan to a horror fan, what movie would you show them? I thought, was this like an Eminem halftime show? It sounded yeah, like the that's how intro. Started, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> See, you can't, you can't go hardcore right away because you might scare them off, right? So we're not doing, we're not doing Cannibal Holocaust or Exorcist or anything too scary, right? So and you also don't want to, you, you don't want to be too cheesy. So you want to stay away from like Anaconda. So you got to fall in the middle mm-hmm. there. Maybe like a, you know, like a Halloween or something. Yep. That's what I'm going with, yeah, Todd. Classic. <laughs> classic. Friday 13th. It has do... a little bit of everything. Yeah. Do a little double header. Or maybe like a, uh, I like the, new, the new It. That's probably right up people's alleys. I've never seen horror before. Yeah. That's pretty safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Just I'm not going, chapter two. Uh, I'm going Shaun of the Dead. You know, it's it's funny. It's got zombies. There's also a relationship story. It's not too much, but it's enough. You know, it's like, I think that's a good intro to horror to someone who's not a horror fan. So that's why I would pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what is your second question, Chuck? What character death from a movie shook you to your core as you were 100% sure they were going to live? Can I answer for everybody? Randy from yes. Scream 2. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Randy. R.I.P. Randy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you met him? Have you met Jimmy Kenny yet? Anyone? No. 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 He's been Have my you? big want. Like, no. 
He's been my big like want to meet though. So. Aren't you gonna meet him? Yeah, Texas Frightmare. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. First time. Thank you. You tricked me into asking you this. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I wanted to mention this real quick because Todd mentioned uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, Shutter is their cursed wings too in season two, so I'm pretty excited about that as well. They're also doing The Wizard of Oz, Rosemary's Baby, Serpent in the Rainbow, and Stalker. So premieres April seventh. I like that series. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, my answer that I wrote was actually Izzy from Starship Troopers. Uh, totally broke my heart. I was uh, hoping that uh, you know Johnny Rico would end up with her uh, instead Izzy, of uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and that really bummed me out. So what she say at the end? Though? At least I ha got to have you. Dizzy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man, rest in peace. I know, such a bummer. Yep. Uh, all right, Chuck. What is your third question? If you could design a horror theme park, what are some of the attractions you would have? And what would the name of your park be? Ooh. Um, I just saw, I posted this in my horror group last week. There's a Saw roller coaster in England, and it looks fucking awesome. So I'm just, I would just steal that idea because I love it. All right. Um, I would go the dark ride route. Uh, I really love dark rides. So dark rides being, you know, you're in a vehicle and you kind of go slowly towards stuff. A little bit like the great movie ride, but through horror history, I think that would be super cool. Um, I'm a big, like, because I'm such a big dark ride guy, that's what I do for most of my attractions. I would have a couple roller coasters, uh, maybe a log ride, you know, a haunted log ride. That'd be really cool. I think there could be a lot of fun you can do with a horror park if you did a full dedicated one and i i've said it before and i'll say it again i'm so fucking excited for universal monsters land at uh, uh epic universe at the universal studios in 2025 they announced this year so that should be super fucking cool so that's uh yeah it's gonna be cool to see finally like a, a big theme major theme park do a full horror section so looking forward to it uh <laughs> all right check what is your last question May our movies be scary, chock full of fright. Tell us, Sam, what we drink tonight. What would the Scream people in this movie be drinking, do you think? They're kind of a little bit up uppity. I only watch Babadook. Bip, 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 oh, bip. yeah. So they're, they're easily drinking, like, sparkling water or something stupid. No offense to they're people like annoying. sparkling water. They're drinking uh, probably White Claws. <laughs> probably. But light seltzers. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what, that's what the kids drink these days <laughs> did you ever i remember stealing my uh neighbor's dad's wine coolers and getting like screwed up on those those are oh my god wine oh yeah coolers? i remember yep. the... yeah uh -huh. i remember those days get some. zimas <laughs> zimas <laughs> they still make those i don't think so no they brought them back like a few yeah. years ago i think like for like a limited time but i don't i can't imagine too many people are buying them <laughs> all right cool uh so thank you chuck for the questions next question is from elizabeth she says have any of you watched one of the tv shows where they provoke spirits to communicate that shook you to your core if so what happened in that episode and did you finish watching it Ooh, like ghost avengers and stuff like that yeah, any yeah, go go yeah. show. Really. Do you do you guys remember not not this not what she's asking, but do you guys remember on MTV? I forgot what it was yes. called, but they would have fear. a camera. Fear. Oh, yeah. that show used to scare the crap out of me. Yeah, that was a great that show. show. Was so good. That was yeah. a good one. 
I wonder if that still holds Agreed up. Out. Probably not. I'm gonna Google. I was later. just gonna say that. I, I want to watch. I'm sure they're on YouTube. You could probably watch it. I, I can't probably. imagine. It probably it probably seems like so like fake and staged now. Like if you actually like watched it, for, like but back then, like it those just were seems so fantastic. Real. Yeah. Fear and um, there was um a show yep, full I used episodes, to watch. Fifty six of them. Ooh, nice. I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, there was a show I used to watch. I think it was called like Paranormal State. It was like this kid from like uh, a college like research facility. And I used to like watch that late at night. And there were a couple episodes that freaked me out. I can't remember like specifics, but that was um pretty good. And then there's also Zach Baggins movie Demon House. I didn't realize I didn't know who Zach Baggins was at the time. So like it uh I didn't like know like what his shtick was or anything. So I just like went in like with no knowledge or anything. And that one actually creeped me out quite a bit. Do you believe him that he went blind? Uh, no, I mean, He's I don't believe scammer. anything like now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah totally. It, I don't believe anything now, but like at the time I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, this is, I mean, it was like a good, even like if you just take it as like a found footage horror movie, it works pretty effectively. I mean like, like Mulder dude, I, I want to believe, but then, those shows, like, so much happens to them each episode. So much. Like, it's like, really? You're really having, like, doors closed and, like, a little girl whisper in your ear and Zach Baggins loses his temper and wants to kill his cameraman. It's like, come on. So obnoxious. I remember a show that I used to watch. I want to say it was called Haunted. It was on Animal Planet, and it would talk about how the spirits would torture their pets, and sometimes people even lost their pets. Like, their pets would just die from these ghosts being upset and harassing them. It was so sad. I'd cry, like, every Friday night watching it. It's pretty scary. I I was never super into the shows where they provoke spirits, like, during the episode. Uh, for the same reasons you guys said like it was always like oh my god what was that then commercial and then oh it was nothing you know after the commercial and that was that just got old really fast and you know like you said it just it seemed disingenuous and fake uh what i preferred especially like in the 90s was watching shows that kind of told a story about ghosts um like the unsolved mysteries segments about ghosts or there was a really great show called sightings uh also also in the 90s that had really really good uh like deep down like ghost stories and stuff like that and they were freaky because they do reenactments and it was like really really spooky so if you can find especially sightings there's a like they did a dvd like a three pack one was evp one was aliens and one was ghosts uh if you can find a sightings ghost one i highly highly recommend i'm sure you can find it on youtube somewhere so that was super cool they really went down deep into like some really scary shit from like alcatraz and they talked about evp a little bit and yeah it's it was freaky so as ever find yourself in san francisco alcatraz is a must-see tourist attraction have you been there joe no it, but it's on my bucket list for sure it's really cool and from my understanding uh better do it sooner rather than later because i know i think really this, the city's trying to shut it down so really oh wow that, that's what i heard yeah why i guess i guess the tourist really? money isn't mm. like equal to what the land could be <laughs> for something gotcha. else it's, it's a little a tiny ass island what are they gonna do with it i don't know probably hmm. some Weird. government turn into like a air now yeah, it's like they could probably turn into like condos or something <laughs> right that's true <laughs> but yeah that's definitely on my bucket list as well i hear it's like mm-hmm. really spooky in there and a lot of history and stuff so mm-hmm. um all right so thank you elizabeth for the question next series of questions are from calum uh hey squad 
I just want to say that I have really grown to love this community that you guys have built, filled with kind and passionate horror fans. So from the bottom of my horror-loving heart, thank you all so much. First question is I recently got a tattoo of Frankenstein, not only as a tribute to Boris Karloff, but also to Frankenstein, who is my introduction to horror as a child. So if you were to get a tattoo of the thing that got you into horror as a child, what would it be? It's a nice tattoo, by the way. You showed it on our uh, Discord. Yeah, it is a nice tattoo. I saw that. Uh, very cool. Um, I mean, I have one. Like, uh, most of my tattoos are from like childhood uh, horror movies, like that I remembered for the uh, the big one, Never on Elm Street. Obviously, Freddy Krueger was definitely one of my first intros to horror. So I got a tattoo of him. And then The Exorcist was the first horror movie that really like scared the shit out of me. So that's why I got that one. Um, but if I were to go the first horror movie I ever watched, it would be Child's Play. So I, I don't want a Chucky tattoo though. I don't know. He just doesn't like. He just doesn't do it for me to put him on my body like permanently. But uh, yeah. So we're doing first horror movie or first got to send. It says first. I think it said first horror movie. Let's go with that. We've talked about Goddess and Dora many times, so let's do first horror movie. Um, I don't recall. I maybe a Jaws. That'd be cool to get a Jaws one. I'd, I'd be down with that. But I do have um, four or five Evil Dead ones and one Down the Dead one that I need to change. But the Evil Dead ones are pretty cool. What would you do for Jaws? Like just uh, the shark, or would you do? I think the poster? Yeah, I, I, there's this really. I've seen the really cool artwork where it's like. Um, Brody's on the pole and he's about to shoot him and you see the shark coming up and right before he says smiley son of a bitch. I think that'd be a cool scene. Just get a Narragansett can. Um, so first horror movie, it would either be, I don't really remember specifically, but um, probably Michael Myers, Freddy, or Jason. And I don't want Jason on my body, nor do I want Freddy. So just rem- a reminder, Jason is super old, Sam. Yeah, that blew your mind that first How time. old is he? When was he born? You should just put the tombstone on yourself. Then. <laughs> 1444? <laughs> Four, yeah. Oh, 1300. Really? He's 400 years old. <laughs> it's crazy. Speaking of which, Todd, they're doing, uh, they're opening the uh, 13th filming locations again. Camp Crystal Lake from Are part they? one. Jersey? Yeah, within, yeah, in Jersey. I think they're doing it in May and June. So Might cool. be worth a trip. Um, for me, the first one I remember watching was A Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'm not 100% sure. You know, it's like anything you're a kid and not really paying attention. Uh, like I talked about a lot that Night of Living Dead 90 was the one that got me into horror. But if I'm going to go with A Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, yeah, it would probably just be, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger doing something or I don't know. Uh, I don't have any really horror tattoos yet, but I don't think Freddy would be near the top of my list. But uh, yeah, it'd still be really cool. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if anyone has Freddy Krueger as the Wicked Witch from Yeah, probably. Six. That's got it has to be, right? Or, or <laughs> that the would power be glove. funny, yeah. <laughs> right. I I've seen so. some pretty creative ones. Uh I would love uh I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street remake tattoos and I'm like, that's bold. Really? Of Freddy? Yeah. Is it yeah. like in a collage? Like there's all like or you know how like they do Jason's like a bunch of different masks and stuff? Oh, it's no, no, it's just like wow. Jackie Earl Haley's Freddy by himself, yeah. You know, like, I think about this sometimes, it's like, when if you hate a movie, that's someone's favorite movie, you know, so, yeah, for, sure. uh, you know, the Nightmare remake, I think we all enjoy it to a certain extent, that wasn't amazing or anything, but that's right. someone's favorite movie out there, so it's like, yep. wow. 
Yep. Or like Jersey Shore <laughs> Shark Attack is someone's favorite movie, you know? <laughs> All right, we, we just saw that, Rec, huh? Rec Tumo was someone's favorite movie, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Five stars, yeah. Or Cuso was someone's favorite <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. I don't want to meet the sick fuck. The shark <laughs> Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were like, I- I'm okay with like be someone being like, oh, like Nightmare on Elm Street remake is like my favorite movie. I'd be like, I would like be like, okay, but like I wouldn't like, but if someone's like, oh, yeah, like Cuso or like Shark Exorcist is my favorite movie ever, I'd be like, I'd have to I'd have to judge them a little extra hard for that. <laughs> Remind me what Kuso's about. Poop. That's it. Poop and oh, jizz yeah, and yeah. semen and pimple popping and uh, there, there's why? no plot. <laughs> just just yeah, why? Indeed. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. And, and it, it premiered at fucking uh was it like cons or Sundance or something? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like one of the big fucking uh film festivals. I forget which one, but damn. That must have been an interesting audience that night, if anyone actually made it to the end. Uh, so yeah, I'm, final answer, I'm going to go with Freddy with the Power Glove, because it marries two of my favorite like things, horror and video games. So I think that would be pretty cool. Um, all right, his next question. Uh, towards the end of Scream 5, there was a monologue about how horror fans were never happy with the end result, and that we always complain or something along those lines. Do you guys think this was a necessary addition, or do you think they should have left it out? I don't know. What's yeah. the message of this movie? Like, I don't know. I, I we can get there later. Yeah, I'll save my thoughts. I, I have some. I have many thoughts about this movie, and definitely the attack on the fandom is is definitely one of them. But I'll, I'll save it. Attack on the fandom. I mean, they are like that. You guys are like that. So they did have to include the little warning or whatever the fuck it was. Because you guys always complain. You want something and then they give it to you, but you don't want it. Like, it's never good enough. Who wanted this movie? Not don't me. You, don't you dare that. defend Scream 5. Don't <laughs> you not... dare. <laughs> okay, but there were a lot of people raving about know, this movie. I know, it's crazy. Joe and I first saw it. And a I'm lot. Like, it's still high, high ranked on Letterboxd. Still, still, I see. I, oh yeah, I still see people saying like it's 3. the best 5. stream. I've seen people say it's better than the original. People, so better if you say that, you're fucking high. <laughs> Sorry. I want to know how old you are. Like maybe that makes a difference. Uh, I got my 12 year old's review. She fucking hated oh, yeah, it too. Yeah, which so. I'm very excited to hear her review. It's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> I love it. Five minutes ago, we're like, oh, you could anything could be your favorite movie. We're totally okay with it. Except Scream like, 5. If it's Scream 5, fuck that. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> oh, how quick we change our tune. Uh, Caleb also oh, had a question about Scream 6, uh, but we'll talk about that during the Scream review, at the end of the Scream review, where oh, I guess they're making it regardless of what we think, but what we think they should do with it. Uh, so thank you, Caleb, for the questions. All right, so uh, just the last series of questions here from Shaylin, Lil Lil 3 Cord Me over on Discord. Hey, squad, first question. What is your favorite horror anthology show and why? Tales from the Crypt. Yep, second that for sure. Nothing is better than it, baby. Nothing. Crypt Crypt Keeper, baby. Yep. (laughs) Marry me. John Kassir, what a babe. (laughs) Yep. I get a third that. Yeah, I don't think there's a better one. I mean, if we're going kids, I'll go Are You Afraid of the Dark for like intro to horror. But did I ever tell you guys that he commented on one of my Instagram photos? I was wearing a what? He 
John Cassier. John Cassier. Oh, John Cassier. Okay. I thought you were talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, That's sorry. I was, I was, I was jumping in. Okay. Um, I was wearing a tell, I was wearing a Tales from the Crypt shirt and he said, cool shirt. And I said, marry me. <laughs> He's like, and check he your said, DMs, no. girl. Check your DMs. <laughs> yeah I, I agree i mean um it's probably the best one it's too bad creep show had a lot of potential early on there but uh oof, they did not hold up to that potential at all uh, the further they do you think season series. three is gonna go i didn't watch season two because you guys said it's not even it, it wasn't it wasn't no good. it's not one. do you no. think three will be a little bit better because maybe they got more money or do you think it'll just keep going downhill and it'll be the last season i think it'll be last season honestly I, i'm surprised i'm honestly surprised they re-upped it after last season it seemed like there was no creative like it just seemed like they were going through the motions so we'll see agreed um her next question have any of you ever watched freddy's nightmares if you have what's your opinion of it uh, just before you guys go i don't know if you guys heard this but uh there's a new horror streaming service that's actually going to have the complete series uh, streaming for the first time ever. Uh, I, forget, I think it's called Screenbox or something like that. It's uh, I think it's the one that um, is from Bloody Disgusting. That I think they own that. So pretty interesting, uh, you know, to finally get that streaming out there. So have you guys ever watched it? You know, I haven't, and I, I've heard it's like not really worth it. <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, because like Freddie's not in it. He's just like introduces the episodes. Like, so it has really nothing to do with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or anything. But yeah, I mean, I definitely am in- intrigued. Like, you know, maybe there's some decent stories in there. No, I remember I... seeing a little bit of it when I was a kid. I'm surprised you haven't seen it, Joe. Yeah, no, well, there, there hasn't been a way to see it. Like, it, well, it's mean, never been. You never looked anyway. it up like a long time ago, or you never watched it with your mom? No, no, I was too young. Like when it came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, I tried, I could have bought like they, I remember the car cons sold like the bootlegs. I remember like back in the day, like the bootleg DVD tables were a big deal. I don't even think they do that anymore because of uh, laws and stuff like that. But I remember they would have the complete series of Freddy's Nightmare. And I would always like ask the guys and they're like, eh, it's really not worth a hundred bucks to buy the whole series of it. So I'm like, okay, I'll pass. (laughs) He's a hundred bucks, fucking assholes. Should be like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that one, but I've seen Friday the Thirteenth one. I have the, the box set. How's nothing that one? It's it's pretty good. Nothing to do with Jason. Yeah. It's like, uh, this dude owns like I forget if it's his private collection or a store, but it's all haunted shit. And then they give it away or they sell it all or something, and then they have to go find out, find each piece, and bring it back to the collection. I saw one episode of uh, Freddy's Nightmares. Uh, I think it was on YouTube or something. And it, yeah, it was basically that. It was basically Tales from the Crypt, except instead of the Crypt Keeper, it's Freddy. Uh, but the makeup isn't as good. Uh, I guess, you know, they didn't have the budget that they would for the films, or I don't know what it was. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it if it was streaming somewhere that I had. I'm not going to get another service just to watch it. But um, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, hopefully it goes to like Shudder or something one day. But yeah, screw you, bloody disgusting, for making a new service right now. <laughs> Too many. That's what all the cool kids are doing now, making their own service. There was some uh-huh. big Craven news that came out today, actually. Supposedly, the uh, director's cut of Cursed has been unearthed, and they're going to be possibly releasing it. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah. Hmm. Screen Factory, supposedly. Uh, I never saw the original either, so. 
Good. Neither have I, yeah. But I, I've heard it's a completely different movie. So, yeah. Okay, if we can find the you know Night of Living Dead one now, I'd be very happy with that. So, and also uh, Exorcist Three. That that would be really cool to see all the cutscenes from that. Um. All right. Her next question: What is one horror movie that makes you sad every time you watch it, if any? For me, it's Poltergeist. Thinking about how young Heather O'Rourke when she was when she died and how she died gets me to me every time. Hearing the theme song alone gets to me. Yeah, she died in the filming of part three, I believe, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, it sucks. yeah. Yeah, they had um, to use like a body double for like half the movie, which you can yeah. tell. Um, the, uh, what's it called? Where John Landis fucked up and killed three people. Twilight Zone. Set. Twilight, Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah, Vic Morrow and those two children. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And they kept a segment in the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. John Land is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, any movies make you guys sad? Yeah, it's a sequel. You may have heard of it. It's called Scream. <laughs> Scream 5. <laughs> I know what you did last summer too, because I'm the only one who loves it and it makes me sad. Why does it make you sad? Because Jack Black. That has... I'm the only one who loves it. I just said. <laughs> okay. Can't give my joke. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Oh, come on. Brandy was in it. I'm sad about that movie because Brandy and Jack Black were in that horror movie. Whatever. (laughs) You're just jealous. You're a hater. I hate drinking that haterade. I'm going to go one hour photo. To this day, I can't watch anything with Robin Williams because it makes me sad. Uh, I don't know why. That celebrity death more than any, like, has really deeply affected me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah one day I'll, I'll get back to watching his movies. Maybe more his comedy than One Hour Photo again. Because that you, got, you got to watch Miss Doubtfire again. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I yeah. love Miss Doubtfire. It's, watch it like every year. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Matthew Lawrence. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Matthew Lawrence. Is that, is that the he's kid? In, he's in. This is, yeah. Come no, on. The, no, the, no, the, the son. son. The son. I just don't know Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> the con. Nineties con is doing all the all three kids. It's like a Mrs. Delphire reunion. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, and the final question this week: What was the worst date you ever went on? Oh. Man, I don't know. I I can't think of any like really bad dates. Like none of them were that bad where it, it brought like memories or anything. So yeah, I got nothing. Well, one that jumps out to me is that this girl asked me to prom, but I was already with this other girl and she kidnapped me and <laughs> took me to her house in the middle of nowhere in like the desert. And her dad had a weird crush on her and then she comes out and then we're eating dinner and he's going to drill a hole in my brain. I escaped eventually, but that really was a bad day. Todd. What? Sam was like really into that story. She thought it was true. Like I could. When you just no, I knew after you said desert, I was like, oh, I see. The, the loved ones, awesome. At first, I thought you were saying a story that maybe Steve had talked about because he has. No, he's got the milkmaid in ones. I don't. I don't have bad ones really. I don't think I have any bad ones either. My prom date was actually the worst date ever in my life, but. Not gonna get into that. Listen to let's not. She she goes into that story on that one. Mm-hmm. My prom date stood me up. <laughs> so oh no, how dare them? Yeah, their loss. Yep, their loss. So instead of going with her, I ended up like bumming a ride with five other 
single guys in a van <laughs> to go to the prom and then got just absolutely fucking shit faced. Um so my Wait, worst was date... she at the prom though? Did she was No, she, she wasn't in my school. Oh. Apparently her girlfriend um was mad that I was bringing her on a at the prom. It was like a whole thing, so Wait, I have a date story I can share. Oh, go ahead. Kind of sad. Okay, so this was when I was working at the Humane Society. There was a guy that started working there. And at the time, it was like a small shelter and it was mainly just women. Either you were a straight woman or you were a lesbian. And like everyone pretty much dated everyone. And so we had a guy that started and everyone thought he was like the cutest thing. And apparently he thought I was the cutest thing. So he asked me out and I was like, sure, I'll go out to dinner or whatever. Let's make it a little early so I can get into bed at a normal time. So we end up going to Olive Garden. And I really didn't know much about him. I just knew that everyone at the shelter liked him. And they were like, he's really a great guy. Like you should get to know him. So we're eating and he then tells me that he was on parole and that he just got out of jail. And I didn't know, like, I don't know. I'm, I just kind of say whatever's at the top of my head. So I said, what did you do? Kill someone? Like just joking. And he goes, yeah. He's like, I actually did kill someone. And I was like, what? I was like, oh my God, what do you mean you killed someone? And he's like, he was like, I actually killed my best friend because I was driving drunk. And I was like, whoa, this date has like taken a turn. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And I don't know. I always think of, I always think about his story. It's crazy. Give him a kiss? No, I didn't. I gave him a hug because I was like, this is kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty awkward. I mean, I was trying to be fucking funny and then yeah. <laughs> backfired yeah lesson <laughs> learned not even gonna crack any jokes anymore um, my worst date so i uh i went i started i decided to do online dating um for the first time and you know my some of my friends had success with it some of them not so much so i decided to give it a shot and i met this uh you know young really pretty attractive girl uh we hit it off a little bit like on the chats but she like pretty quickly asked to go on a date which was odd because most of them like they wait a week or two of chatting before asking to meet i'm like yeah sure so we decided to go to a bowling alley and uh so i meet her at the bowling alley and everything seems right like it was the right picture thank god you know it was like the actual person it wasn't a catfish which is always a concern when you're dating online and uh you know so i pay for three games uh, for each of us and we go and start bowling so we're playing the first game and she starts talking about like i don't know it's like her relative i forget which relative probably her mom or something was sick and stuff like that i'm like okay that's really sad and that's all she's talking about kind of the whole first game and like i get it you know it's probably on top of your mind if you have a sick relative but on a first date it's kind of an awkward you know thing to talk about uh like when you don't really know the person and then we start the second game and she hits me with so I'm just gonna get cut right to the chase. I need like $250 because she needs this thing. And and in my mind, I'm like, this is not supposed to be something that happens in person. This is the type of thing that like someone does to you online, you know, like on Lava Life or something like that, not in person. So I'm like, look, I I don't know you. I'm not gonna just give you money. <laughs> and then she has like a epic meltdown in front of everyone at the bowling alley like you're 
you know, fucking asshole. I fucking hate you. You're fake. And then she just like storms off. And all the other people are like stopped their game and are looking at me. And they're like kind of waiting to see what my next move is going to be. So I, I, I'm like super embarrassed because I, I hate getting attention to myself and stuff like that. So I didn't know what to do. Like, what do you do in that situation? I'm not going to chase her. I, I don't care. I'm actually happy she's gone. So I fucking finished those <laughs> two bowling games. <laughs> and I'm like, I paid for them. So, yeah. So you bowled, you bowled twice for her and for you the whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of bowling, dude. <laughs> well, I, I, I used to bowl... Um, I used to bowl competitively at the time. So look at Steve setting himself up to get some points. Yeah, we can go bowling. He's doing strikes. No kidding. Oh no, no, no. Actually, actually, I don't want to say it, but (laughs) say it. Like I, I, that was always like bowling was my go-to first date, just because it's like something to do. It's kind of an awkward first date though. You got to bend over the little booty out. I hate bowling on a date. (laughs) Plus, you're awkward physically, so you don't want to like you're already kind of stiff and you got to fucking do this shit. Right. <laughs> you don't want to get too into it because you might slip and fall and break your asshole. Yep. <laughs> anyway, it's my go-to, but wow. I never like played well on dates. You know, I kind of sandbagged what a little a bit. What a guy. What a guy you are. <laughs> I take him to the batting cages. Then. I'm, 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 I'm not going to like start pulling out my fucking uh, bowling balls and like my little fucking sack <laughs> there that you like buffing my ball and all that shit. You know, on a first date, I don't want to be that guy. Like, so. Oh my God. Okay. But how did you tell her no? Were you just like, uh, like, did you uh, uh, answer well, her right off the bat or were you shocked? Like, no, I, no, I was happening? shocked. I was like speechless because. I really didn't see it coming. You know, I, wow. in my mind, that's the kind of con that people do online. It's not a con that they actually bring you out to, to do, you know? Uh, so I was kind of shocked you like sexual favors. And then in the middle of it, like, I need 250. Like, it oh. was weird. It was out of nowhere. It was Ugh. kind of scary. Or at least shit. ask over dinner. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It was, it was weird. And it it shook me a little bit. I was like, I, I don't think I'm going to do this online dating it anymore. shook me <laughs> <laughs> or, or like make steve fall in love with her for like a month then ask yeah. for 250 oh my god steve i was literally like biting my cheeks because i just knew it. i was like where's this going i was trying not to laugh but i was like this is gonna be funny <laughs> yeah. but it's funny how things work out because right after it was my birthday like the week after and this girl popped up on my feed because i used to be on something called okay cupid and they send you something called a quiver which is based off your answers. They recommend three people per week. It's like, these are the people you should, you know, message. And I kind of looked at him. Uh, One of them was like attractive. I'm like, "Eh, I don't think I want to do this thing anymore. So I kind of put it away. And after a week, they reset. So my birthday came around and it was the last day of that week. And I kind of look at him like, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to message her. I don't think they're all that crazy. And I married her. So (laughs) yeah. It was, uh, so I got lucky after, but maybe she, maybe she's doing the long con on you now. She's gonna ask. You yeah, you better wait. She <laughs> yeah, she's, she's milked me for way more than two fifty, boy. Yeah, no, she's uh, yeah. So that's I love that's my that. yeah my I, yeah. Da- online dating is not. I do not envy people who online date, especially now. Like this was early online oh, dating. Yeah. This is like two thousand nine it was a different online dating now fuck it no way i'd rather be think- single i think yep um does your wife have any crazy stories that you guys kind of shared while you were getting to know each other she, she didn't she i was the first person that she uh, first person that Aww. she tried online dating with um but i do have <laughs> one thing that was funny is 
she did tell me about a guy who messaged her and she showed me who that guy was and all of my female friends who were also online dating had all been messaged by this same guy oh my <laughs> like, god this guy had been around my my town and it was uh hey, it was, it was miss like every shot joke. you don't take right exactly. <laughs> something's gonna stick <laughs> right <laughs> no that's too much yeah wow yeah, no, it's weird how things work. And I actually talked to someone and the reason I didn't go out with her was because she wanted to move to Ottawa. I, I lived in Montreal at the time. And I'm like, no, that's that's crazy. I don't want to move to Ottawa. And sure enough, I marry this person and moved to Ottawa with her. So weird how things I, I think out. we need a dating story segment every episode. <laughs> Steve's story corner. I don't have that many. It's, uh... Whatever. Every <laughs> single time you're like, actually, I do have one. No, it's well. If you're right, if you really listen to them, it's a lot of the same people that keep kind of coming up. You know, the, the, like That's the, okay. They're still entertaining. The I milk think. farmer will come out quite a bit. She was on another level. Like books could be written about <laughs> that oh eight months relationship. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So uh, on that note, I think it's time to have a little hot sauce with. Uh, <laughs> Silk City Hot Sauce. Silk City! Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City Hot Sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. What watch? Yes. You guys got anything? We don't actually, but we do have something. It's just not horror related. I've yeah, I didn't didn't watch any horror this week, unfortunately. Um, but I did start the Mutilator last night, and I'm, I'll I'll give my thoughts on that next week. Um, but Sam and I started a new show. Sam, you want to discuss it? Jump in on it? Why do I have to do it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> So you guys know that my current obsession in life is Tom Holland, which also means I'm obsessed with Zendaya. So I was scrolling Facebook, you know how sometimes there's just those like videos that play automatically. There was a small clip of Zendaya from a show on HBO, you may have heard of it called Euphoria. And it was like a 45 second clip and just her acting alone. I was like, holy shit, like I need to watch this show. So I asked Joe, I was like, Joe, I'm going to start Euphoria. Been hearing a lot of good things about it because season two just started. Uh, Zendaya won an Emmy for it last season. Like I'm ready to dive into the hole. And so he saw that it was a coming of age show. So he's like, I love that kind of shit. So yeah, I'll watch it. So we started watching 
that we breezed through season one and Joe is also excited because it's produced by A24 and it is like the most beautiful show that my eyeballs have ever seen. It's like all of the camera angles, even the music, even the wardrobe is just all so amazing. Like it's just beautifully tied in together. Zendaya's acting is like out of this world. Like it's crazy. Um, it's a good show. That's what we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, you know, it's not meant for like, it's definitely, I think geared more towards like a female audience. And I also think it's geared more towards a younger audience, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Like some of the camera shots are quite beautiful. Like it's very impressive. Like whoever's doing the, the cinematography for this. Cause I don't even think um, the show is like directed by the same director every episode, but man, they, they keep it so um, simpatico. Um, it's just very impressive. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just a 24 can do no wrong in my eyes. And this show is, yeah, it's, it's very good. I'm enjoying it quite, quite a lot. Um, it's probably not going to be for everyone, but um, I think it handles like drug addiction uh, extremely realistically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I would recommend it as well. Special points for Joe with this new word that he used. Well, I appreciate Simpatico, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What word was yeah, that? Like that? You like that? Simpatico? <laughs> Can I have it in a sentence, please? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What does um, that mean? Tell us. Let's learn something. <laughs> I mean, I I think it just like means that like it just kind of like all meshes together. Like that's how I was using it. Like you heard it here, kids. All right. Mm -hmm um all right my first one is the last matinee i think joe watched this one i did and steve we, shutter yeah we interviewed the director yeah awesome <laughs> cool <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> from argentina and i liked it a lot man i really liked the uh the setting was cool it's about uh this random serial killer that decides to uh invade a movie theater and start killing off the patrons and the workers and everything like that you got this young girl that's like just she just wants to study and she's uh, sucked into the world of this guy. And um, I liked it a lot. Did I have issues with it? Sure. I think it could have been a little bit faster and, you know, and stayed on pace, things like that. But I liked the aesthetic. Um, I liked how it was random. And I just thought it was a cool time. Plus, it's always nice to see a foreign film that's that's pretty good and not just, you know, artsy and fartsy and stuff like that. So last matinee over on Shutter. Yeah, it's a good one. And it's nice to see something from Argentina. We don't see a lot uh, from that there. Yeah. So. Very, very cool. Um, my first one this week is one I briefly talked about last week, but now I have finished it. And that is over on Netflix. It's the Korean zombie TV series called All of Us Are Dead. Uh, this one is a group of students are um, in a school and all of a sudden the zombie outbreak happens while they're in the school and they're stuck in the classes and have to try to survive and get out of the city uh, before the zombies uh, overtake them and stuff like that. It also follows a few other groups in like key points of the city, like the police and uh, one of the students, like parents who run some chicken shop and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's just, man, wow. Okay. Fucking Koreans and zombies, man. They just know how to do it. This show is fantastic. Like it is very, very good. If you like Train to Busan or Hashtag Alive, 
you are going to fucking love this. It's got the same energy. It's got the same fast infected-ish type zombies that uh, they have in those movies. It's fucking brutal. It's bloody. It's gory. It's scary at times. And it's just, it's so good. Like, I cannot recommend this TV show enough. Uh, It's like really something that all horror fans need to check out. Um, So that's All of Us Are Dead over on Netflix. Are they uh, high school age or college age? What are it's we high school. with? They're in high school. Yeah. Dude, Koreans, man. I th- I think they surpassed my second favorite language for, for movies now. It used to be Italian. I think Koreans got it, man. They're, and lately, yeah. they're, on, been they're on fire. Killing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd, it's back to you. They only had one. Oh, back to me. Uh, another 90s shot on video VHS tape by J.R. Bookwalter called Zombie Cop. Um, this one is about a police officer that is killed, but not before he takes out a voodoo guy that casts a curse on him. Um, this one commits to, uh, some pretty, um, out of date racism stuff going on. So that was kind of out of the blue. Uh, they have an Indian, um, shopkeeper that's in brown face played by a white male. And it's, uh, it was, yeah, you know what? We're in 2022 and this was made in 91. So a little bit different time. Um, the movie itself is extremely low budget. You got like very low speed car chases. You have um, terrible acting. Like the, the guy that plays the voodoo doctor, his accent comes and goes whenever he can not pronounce a word in a voodoo accent or whatever Jamaican accent, then it, he goes to whatever part of the country in America he's from. Um, but it's fun. If you like this old stuff that, you know, I've said it before, shot on video and has a lot of love, you can tell the filmmakers are having fun. I would suggest them. So most of these are on Tubi. And that's Zombie Cop. Tubi. This episode is sponsored by Tubi. No, it's not. <laughs> it should be. And sponsored by Sam's Planners. Get yours before they're sold out. Which Thank you, Todd. And also sponsored by Todd's Books. He's currently <laughs> working on another one to add to the collection. Get your books. Amazon. Amazon. Support, support your local writers. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. Um, and also okay cupid don't sign up because you might meet uh, someone who asks you for money that's right yeah uh all right so my last one this week is only fans right is over on tubi of course uh this is from 2016 and it's called karis hell so uh this is a super low budget film about a uh carousel horse at an amusement park that is sick and tired of being abused by children by having people like sit on it and putting their boogers on it and like slapping it and stuff like that so the carousel comes to life and starts fucking just brutalizing everyone in the town uh this is like one of those films that you have to know what you're getting into. Like, you can't take this one seriously at all. It's in the same vein as, like, Killer Sofa and stuff like that, where it's super ridiculous. It's very low budget, so don't expect a lot of great camera work and, you know, cinematography and stuff like that. Uh, But I gotta say, I liked it. Like, this is the good kind of uh, bad film, you know? Um, The human stuff, I think, is pretty bad and annoying like the characters i really didn't like them there's two characters in particular uh i named the beads guy and the pizza delivery guy they're just like really one note and i really couldn't i i every time they were on screen i was just ugh, i can't wait till the carousel the horse fucking kills them but every time that uh, duke duke is the carousel horse comes on screen 
it's fucking pure gold. And I had a lot of fun watching it. I think it's just one of those uh, things like Killer Sofa that I really enjoyed. And yeah, I I actually recommend this one. If you're into one of those stupid, uh, you know, killer f- slasher films, this is one I think you should check out. So that's Karis Hell uh, over on Tubi. Okay, but that actually sounds pretty fun. It is fun. Like I'm telling you, every time that uh, Duke is on screen, I laughed. It, it's just so ridiculous. And it's it's even shot like super low budget. You know, it's like just obviously someone just holding him into the camera's view, but it works. <laughs> There's so a sex scene, well. isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Duke, oh. Duke, Duke gets laid at some point. So Didn't, didn't we have the director on, Joe, like four years ago? No, we were supposed to, and then it no, just never, never. Yeah, we no, we didn't. We were supposed to interview him, but we never did. And that what watch segment was sponsored by YouTube Halloween <laughs> Happy. Come subscribe, smash that like button. <laughs> Trivia time. Love it. I did take away one point from Steve, per the listeners' feedback. That's right. And then I didn't know if I was supposed to give one to Sam. Yeah, one to Sam. Joe. One to Sam. Okay. One yeah, to Sam. She did mouth uh, ooh, the answer ooh, ooh, before, ooh. like a good solid two seconds before Four Joe answered ever. it. So. Wait, did you give me the point though, too? The no, one you took I, away from Steve was supposed to go to me, I thought. No, it didn't go to anyone because no one guessed the right answer. Oh. No, yeah. he said, I guess, fa- I guess fan of the opera. Did you? You did? Yeah. Yeah, you did yeah, say he... Joe gets a point. Yeah. Oh. I think oh, can we add that? Actually, actually, you know what? It's actually wrong though. Um, oh. Yeah, I saw. You don't I, have to give me the point. <laughs> I, I I looked it up and Phantom Opera is not the first Universal monster movie. It's actually okay. uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. No one uh, wins. And right, no if, points. If you go into short films, Hyde. So uh, Jekyll and Hyde is actually the first one. But if you mm-hmm. go into full length feature ones, Hunchback is actually the very first one from 1921. Okay. And fan of the opera is 1923. It's not Godzilla, and, like I guess. No, it's not Godzilla. <laughs> unfortunately, I think everyone would guess Dracula, though, and you know, not be wrong. Personally, right. mm-hmm. um, all right. The uh, current standings are Joe in a commanding 13, first place. Sam 12, second place. Steve 10, myself nine. We also changed up the 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 policy, whatever you want to call it, the way we're doing things. So we're switching to a quarterly. Um, beat down so for example if i lose this quarter doesn't the winner have to choose punishments for each loser right that's right so we do it quarterly um because it makes it more exciting because we keep going back and forth with the winning so it's be awesome so at the end of the uh, march we can figure out who's the losers and the i'm winner. gonna be the one that gets punished every quarter <laughs> you're in second right now you're in, yeah you're in second right place right now yeah all right the momentum is in your in your favor <laughs> you're switching up a little bit so the stakes are higher because it's only three months per round so it's any Love man it. or woman's game everyone got tired of todd winning even me <laughs> I'm no <laughs> i'm just playing no it makes it more fun this would be yeah. more exciting todd, right, you I'll go first. full moon sale i did yeah well, nice. with, uh, with joe and sammy's uh payment i got a bunch of blu-rays and once they come in because they take forever to ship after valentine's day because they're swamped i will show them to you guys did you get Attack of the 50-Foot Cam Girl? I did not. I'm going to skip that one. Did you get the Corona Zombies trilogy? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you I go. I got that one signed and the poster. <laughs> the poster is actually the best part. So. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. All right, y'all. Start us off. All righty. So, first question. These are all Joe originals. Ooh, I like that. Oh, Daddy yeah. likes that. Thank you. Thank you. 
But thank you. Kayla did send me some questions, but I'm going to save them for next week. Uh, all right. So first question. What is the real name of the goat that played Black Phillip? <laughs> Randy. Randy right. the goat. Cuddles. Bob. Cuddles. <laughs> All great guesses, um, but the correct answer is Charlie. Charlie. Of course. Why well, two syllables in Randy? So technically, mm-hmm. I get the point. I, the point. <laughs> I wonder if they uh, do tours there. That that is actually not too far from where I live, where they filmed that. So, I'm wondering if cool. they open it up for people. If I asked to find He's out. He's still living. Yeah. Well, how, at least how, how, what's the what's the lifespan of a goat? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like at least seven years, right? Seven years, yeah. He might still be alive then. All right. I'm not sure. Kayla. Kayla. Kayla, Kayla. In American Haunting is a film based on a book with the same title of the entity that is believed to possess John's daughter. What is the name of the entity? So, what's the name of the mm. bad spirit in American Haunting? Mm. I've only seen that movie once. Is that the one with Donald Sutherland? I don't even think I've seen this one, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I confuse all those haunting movies. I know. I'm just thinking of Connecticut. Haunting in Connecticut. Yeah. The eyelashes. Eyelids. I'm not even going to venture again. Bob. Will Fred. (laughs) Bob and Will Fred. The answer (laughs) is The Bell Witch. Uh, Ah. I got that one. I thought. Okay. All right. I'll go next. So mine are all from Kayla. In what 2008 Australian mockumentary horror film does a family try to understand what really happened to their daughter during a family trip? Uh, Lake Mungo. Correct. Yay. Yeah, that is correct. I've never seen that. Is it good? I didn't didn't like it. it. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of hype. Too much happening. Too much happening. Anyone famous in it? No. No. Not really. I don't know. It's it's very highly praised though. Yeah, it, it, is, it has a pretty yeah. good rating. Yeah, I just I thought I found it rather boring more than anything. Alrighty, this week's trivia also comes from Kayla. I'm gonna start off with a match the quote to the movie. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yep. All right. Why have you disturbed our sleep? Awakened us from our ancient slumber. Huh. Hmm. Ernest scared stupid. It's a good guess. It's not that. But <laughs> it could be. Yeah. It could be Steve. Eternal Living um, Dead. Eternal Living Dead. Ghostbusters. That's going to be a negative. It's the Evil Dead. Oh. Darn it. Fake fan, Todd. Favorite <laughs> horror movie. Know, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to All read right. it in the voice, but I didn't know what that voice sounded like. So. All right. It's like a lot of screaming. Why have you <laughs> With the excitement of Jordan Peele's Nope, I've decided to do a Jordan Peele based question mm. tonight. It's like two movies right. to choose from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I God, I see. I saw so many people. They were like, um, like the heart community online, of course, just like bashing on Jordan Peele. And they're like, uh, they're like, uh, you know, Get Out was great and us sucked and they're like uh he's really going downhill i was like he's only made two movies like how could he be going downhill (laughs) i I think us was was as good as get out obviously but not no to be saying he's downhill yet right give him like two more before we have night Shyamalan him well yeah 
Well, yeah. the problem is people are also pigeonholing him with Candyman, even though he didn't direct it. He like people, yeah. you know, he did write the, he did write the screenplay for it though. But I I can't believe how many people disliked Candyman too. Like it was a lot more than I expected. But all right, let's get to the question. He wrote that like, in us. Wrote it? Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. All right. So in us, what number keeps appearing throughout the film? Two. Eleven. Thirteen. Sam is correct. It is 11. 11, 11. 11 to be to, to be exact. Fuck the police. No. It's a good thing. <laughs> Alexa, call the police. <laughs> All right, Kayla. Match the killer to the movie. Ooh. Ooh. Buffy St. John. That's a killer, huh? Buffy That's a killer. John. This movie I've only seen once. Mm. Probably so I probably haven't even seen it. <laughs> Just got some zingers this week. Mm, this yeah, movie is... Interview with the Vampire? Negative. Can you April... give us a decade? April Fool's. And she said trick question because that's kind of a trick movie. But... Yeah, right. It is a trick movie. Yeah. Good movie, though. Oh. It is a good movie. It's got Biff Tan in it, doesn't it? Back to the Future. Does it? Does it? I think it does. Maybe that's happy know. birthday to me. I know he's in one of those movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's April Fool's Day. Oh, let me look it up. I don't recall him either, but all right, while you look it up, mm-hmm. I'll ask my question. So it's also matched a killer to the movie. Love it. Jeremy Melton. Jeremy Melton? Hmm. What the fuck is that? A bloody <laughs> Valentine? No. It's, no. It's close, though. Oh, don't say She's that. Close. She's close. What? Jeremy Melton. My ability Valentine's close. Wish I would have had a clue before I fucking guessed. Um, (laughs) You can still guess. Guess again. The House of Wax. Wrong. (laughs) Dang. What was I looking up before I... Yeah, Biff Tannen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What's the fucking movie? Sam, you want to guess? No, I don't know. All right, so you were very close. It's just Valentine. Um... (laughs) Man, fuck that movie. Trickster. <laughs> Sam liked Trickster. that one. I've never seen it. Is it good? It wasn't. No. <laughs> what? Like was it. that the one we saw in theater somewhere, Jill? No, that's the one with uh, what's her face? Is it you? You uh, like Rebecca Gayhart? Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Angels. Yes. Yeah, an angel. Yeah. It's not yeah, good. Tom Wilson, aka Biff Tannen, is in. Oh, interesting. That movie. April Fool's Day? I don't remember okay, that at cool. all. Yeah. Wow. Cool. All right. Sammy's Sam? turn? Yep. All righty. Listen carefully. I feel like you guys are going to know this. <clears throat> all right. What state does Leprechaun take place in? California. California. Apparently not. Can I get uh, a second guess after? Nevada. All right. Second guesses. Arizona. What did you say, Steve? New Mexico. What's your second guess, Joe? My second guess? Uh, Iowa. All right, you guys are all wrong. It's North Dakota. North Dakota. Um, cool. I thought it was more deserty than that. <laughs> yeah. He goes to Nevada. He goes to Nevada. Yeah, in the part, part yeah, two or three, he goes to, <laughs> he goes Vegas. to Las Vegas. Yeah. Right? He goes to yeah. space, too, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. <He does. laughs> Which I never fucking US geography questions. <laughs> yeah, like Steve's only been to like four states, so we gotta narrow them down to yeah. those four. 
kind of wish they would make another leprechaun. The last one wasn't so bad. Oh, that was uh, pretty cool. Slendon Porco. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Better than yeah. one before it. Ooh, Origins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. My last one tonight is a quote. Mm. You got to give me the character and the movie. Okay. Character and the movie. Got it. Yes. All right. Well, surprise, surprise. Someone dies and Gale comes running. Randy, scream two. Dewey, Dewey, scream three. Correct. Dewey, scream five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. And he's just like, I'm just here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I bought you that purse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In the movie, The Crazies. So we got the original Romero and the remake with Timothy Oliphant. Mm -hmm. People end up going crazy and kill each other off. But what is the cause of it? I need the the name of the chemical. Oh, sure. Right track there, Joe. Plutonium? Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) Agent. Fluoride. Water. Fluoride, water, (laughs) plutonium. All incorrect. It is Trixie. Trixie, mm, yeah. Trixie, the Romero one's excellent. Mm-hmm. I've not seen it. I, had, I am a fan I, of the remake. I love it. I was going to say, I remember the remake being pretty good too, yeah. All right, last one for me. Reverend Cotton Marcus was the character followed in which movie? A 2010 doc- mockumentary involving a demon named Abalam. Mm. Oh. The Last Exorcism. Correct. Yeah, boy. Nice. Thank you. Excellent movie. Good one. It is an excellent yeah. movie. Very nice very good all right i'm gonna reword this one so bear with me oh no you guys will get it if i read how she sent it in okay um in 1876 (laughs) Uh, i had it before it was my turn okay fine i'll just read it how it is be the first to answer okay okay joe already knows it all right i do (laughs) The A24 film, The oh. Lighthouse, was was released in 2019 and nominated for what Oscar? Cinematography. Oh, Todd got it? Yay. Damn straight. Deserved it. Best jizz on screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That concludes tonight. Joe and Steve with goose eggs. Sam with one. Myself coming out swinging tonight with four. That brings us to a three-way tie. Todd, Sam, and Joe at 13. Steve at 10. And uh, yeah, we got a month and a half left before the punishment. I'm scared. You better be scared. Scream? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Scream, also known as Scream 5. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer has donned the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Uh, all right, so this one starts off traditionally like the other ones. We have a young girl in a house alone. She's texting somebody, or is she? Oh, prefaces too. Like if you haven't seen it, we're gonna spoil the crap out of it. So if you haven't seen it yet, stop listening. Come back later. Um, so yeah, a young girl's in the house and she starts texting people, and of course, there's a random dude that calls her. It's supposed to be her mom's boyfriend, but no, it's fucking Ghostface. They're having a nice conversation, and then um, traditional things start happening. I gotta say, this was an amazing kill. But wait, it wasn't a kill. It was they duped us. They brutally freaking stabbed this girl to death. 
allegedly and then the next scene she's fine which fucking pissed me off right away in this movie because it was an awesome opening kill I'm like dude they're going brutal with this i'm in and then they don't um then traditionally like we're introducing the rest of the characters dewey is estranged from gail he's now living in a trailer he's kind of like he's kind of a loser to be honest with you gail's often wherever new york or something being a big time newscaster now um cindy's off the grid she's married to the guy from part three of the cop she has two daughters um and then the uh the sheriff deputy i forget her name but she's now the actual sheriff in wordsboro from part four and she has her son which is kind of like the main group of friends now and killings start happening again and now we've got to figure out who it is i mean this the same fucking plot as every other screen movie killings start happening who is it let's fucking drag sydney in let's drag dewey back let's get every fucking let's get someone's mom in there let's do it and that's where we're at went with my daughter um i had a great time and i guess we'll leave it at that can i start do it just because i know joe will say a lot of the same things that i was thinking when i'm trying to beat him all right so scream five i was super super excited to see this like i was like it's gonna be the best horror movie of the year let's go um scream franchise i love so much very big fan of scream one i love 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 it Okay, so I didn't really know too much going in, just I watched one trailer, and that was it. I've stayed away from reviews, I stayed away from everything. So the opening scene, when it's Tara Carpenter, um, I don't know, there was something about right when this movie started, like within five minutes, I was already rolling my eyes, unfortunately, and just looking at the walls, wait, I'm like, when's this over with? Um, I just feel like the kill scene that we got with Casey in the first one was so fucking scary and just fucked up that I was like, Ghostface better bring it this year. And the kill was so lackluster. It was like so boring, so lame. And then what? We were introduced to Tara's sister, Sam. I gotta say, I was not attached to her. I didn't really care about her. Um, I'm sure we'll kind of like pick it apart so uh, let me try to give an overall thing um okay so I was like am I too old for the Scream franchise now what am I missing what's going on like it literally was just I was like I've seen this movie so many times I didn't give a crap about Gail and Dewey breaking up for the millionth time like you guys they're both toxic at this point like jump off a bridge you're better without each other like just stop Sydney, obviously, I wish we would have got more of her, but Nev's probably like, you bitches can't pay me enough. I really loved the character of Wes Hicks, who was Judy Hicks's son. I wish that he would have been in it more. I felt like he got killed off way too early, way too early. Also, when he was, when his mom was dying in the middle of the fucking sidewalk on a Tuesday afternoon when it's sunny, literally Ghostface is stabbing her and the nothing and no one in the neighborhood is even doing anything about it, but cool, whatever. Can I stop you right there, Sam? Yes. Exactly. That scene took so damn long to unfold. I'm like, dude, where are all the fucking neighbors? Plus, she called her backup. Where are the fucking cops? Mm-hmm. We know there's murders going on and this is the fucking sheriff calling you and there's no yeah. cops for like five minutes and this motherfucker's making sushi. There's no way. Damn. No way. Um, sorry that I'm kind of like going into the separate things. I just know I'll forget if I don't say them now. Um, I really did not appreciate and I did not fucking need little visions of Billy Loomis telling his daughter, grab the knife to survive. Like it was so lame. I was like, what the fuck? 
fuck is this? Like, give me a break. Uh, what else can I say about this? Um, I don't really know. I'm just, I was kind of let down. I was really let down, you know? And and also I was like, well, maybe I need to revisit Scream 1. Like maybe I've just missed the charm. Like I don't remember the charm. And so I watched Scream 1 and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm just second guessing my whole life right now. So someone else can take it. Scream 1's still good to you, right? Yeah, it is. But I felt like, okay, so what happened is I think we watched like Scream 1 and 2 and 3. And then I watched 4. And after seeing 4 freshly, I was like, okay, I do kind of get why 5 was the way that it was. I felt like 4 is very... Uh, it's cheesy like it's a little different than one I personally think so I was like I was able to digest five a little bit like it seemed more possible but god it was literally the same fucking movie I didn't like (laughs) okay sorry go ahead someone else can go I didn't like a lot about this um, and I disagree just with the first part, Sam. I, I thought the kill in the beginning was cool just because it was brutal. Why? I thought it was brutal. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, she stabbed her through her hand, flipped her over, stepped on her, broke her leg. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then it, like like the Halloween H2O, cutting off Michael Myers' head, completely wasted because she survived some fucking Yeah. Hell. She's a okay, skinny so- little chick and she gets stabbed multiple times. She's good. I'm like, what? You are right about that, Todd, because I do remember I was rolling my eyes and then he stabbed in the hand, kicked in the ankle. And then I I got, I peeked up again. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah. I was like, okay. But then, yeah, she was fine the next day. Yeah. She's, she's willing herself around the uh, the hospital. Fine. The, the main girl was so wooden. It was so bad. Like her, I don't know. I don't want to hate on, you know, her job, but her performance was just very bland and for her to be the new I guess potential screen queen I was like oh no and then I guess the good stuff first um uh, not a lot <laughs> I, I like lot. forgot about some of the movie I'm like what did I watch yeah not a lot yeah um I, I'll let Steve go last since he was the freshest one because you know I know the rest of us hadn't seen it in, in a month so I'm sure Steve has a lot more to say about it because it's fresh in his brain but yeah um yeah I'm, I echo you guys this, I was very very disappointed with this one to me this is easily the worst scream out of all five of them um and I'm gonna echo a lot of the same you guys what you said except for the opening scene I thought the opening scene was actually really good here is the problem with the opening scene though if you saw the trailer it took any and all of the um, surprises and tension away. Now, because they played like that whole opening scene in the trailer. Um, but I do still think it was a very uh, effective opening scene. I thought it was a great opening scene. I thought it was a good way to open the movie. Um, Ghostface is super brutal in this movie, which is definitely one of the more positives of the entire movie for me. Um, just brutal kills like all the way around more brutal than any of the other screams Um, and I actually liked that they didn't kill her I thought it was like a nice kind of trick that they played because you expect her to die Um, and the fact that they didn't kill her I thought was kind of a nice something different right because like every scream movie is exactly the same it was nice that they tried to do something a little different there Um, and I gotta say I think they made a huge mistake by not making her the main character new scream queen because i think jenna ortega is a great actress and i think if she carried the torch rather than this new than sam her sister um i think would have been the right choice like i think they really dropped the ball on that one because i think the new 
Sydney, who are we supposed to, uh, I guess, which is Sam, is awful. Like, I did not connect with her one, like, iota. Like, I did not like her character whatsoever. So going forward, if she's supposed to be the new Sydney, I think this franchise is in big trouble because I just don't think she's a, a great actress. Like, not you know, I'm sorry, but I just don't think she is. And I just don't think um she's an interesting enough character like i know okay she's billy's you know um daughter which is like the big reveal we get here fucking um, break. Get... i'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> that was such no, a yeah. stupid plot point really the billy the ghost billy was so dumb he was he like, nodded at all... the knife he's like a knife right there bro like, <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of yeah. here ghost billy you bitch yeah and he just he just looks so weird. Like they tried it's to like so put makeup on him, like to make him look younger. And it just it did not work. Like I don't know what you could have done here. Like it was cool. Like it was a cool idea, right? Like okay, let's bring like Billy back. But it just did not work for me, I, like at all. Uh, and I'm a, and I I heard like these directors saying that we might get the reveal of who her mother is, like in the next movie or down the road so maybe there'll be a big reveal of a character in the scream for universe that we were familiar with just or something stop. i don't know please stop. but i yeah so yeah i just think that was a huge mistake um i the my other big negative here is the characters like in general i did not find any of these new characters like interesting and the way they talked the dialogue in this movie is terrible like so what made the first scream movie so good is that them talking like as friends and stuff like that just seemed like very natural and how friends talk to each other. Like, you know, whereas this movie, it felt so forced, like, right. It just felt like a script being written and them just saying like, you know, like it just did not seem like how teenagers talk. Like it was just like, Oh, like they had like a fucking 20 minute scene about a re what the rules of a requel. And it was like, so cringe. Um, yeah, and I mean, I have like a lot more problems with this movie, but I'll let Steve go. So I went into it, you know, I you, no, none of you actually t straight up told me that you didn't like it, but I could definitely tell <laughs> that you didn't like it. So I went with kind of tempered expectations because I was very excited about it. I mean, Radio Silence had done it. Uh, you know, the trailer I thought was actually pretty good. So I went in with a, you know, an open mind, I guess, more so than maybe I would have gone had I seen it, you know, the first week or whatever. Uh, yeah, that didn't help anything at all. <laughs> um, for a lot of the same reasons that you guys said, you know, I won't rehash some of the same ones, but, you know, Sam Carpenter, I don't at all relate to in any way. I don't think she's a good Sydney replacement whatsoever. Uh, one of my big issues that you guys kind of glossed over, but didn't mention a bit, but not really. Can we just get a fucking definitive family tree of these people? Because every fucking Scream sequel they pop out these new fucking people from the family that are all somehow related. And it's, it's like trying too hard to attach it to the characters of the original. And we all love Randy. I mean, we talk about it all the time, how much we love Randy. The way they shoehorned in Randy into this was absolutely fucking ridiculous. They have a whole fucking thing on the mantle, like dedicated to him. They're watching like videos of, uh, you know, the guy like pretending to be him from Stab, like his whole fucking speech, almost verbatim as if someone recorded like, and what it's just, it was too much. It's like they wanted to, to please, like just do crowd pleasing too much for the first scream. And it was, you know, like we, we keep talking about this because Halloween did the same fucking thing where, you know, at some point you have to kind of detach from the original and just 
move on, you know? Uh, and I think we also saw that with the three returning characters. Uh, you know, it's cool to see them, but at this point, this is the fifth fucking time that they're going through this. It just doesn't make sense for them to be around anymore. Uh, Dewey, maybe, you know, it kind of makes sense. I mean, because he was a cop and everything. So that one was kind of, uh, you know, I could see why. But Gale, which thankfully is not with Dewey anymore. And I'm so happy, you know, that they didn't do that love angle thing again. They, they were like going towards it at some point, you know, with him trying to text her and shit like that. But thank God they didn't do that. And uh, Sydney should just stay away at this point. Like he specifically says, don't come here. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to come here. Uh, and her line, uh, do you have a gun? I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Of course I have a gun. I, I rolled my eyes so hard on that. I'm like, come on. No one talks yeah. like that in real life, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, let me just, just to interrupt mm -hmm. real quick, Steve. Like, why would she come back? No reason. Like, there's she, no reason what? for her to come back there, at all. Her husband, which I didn't realize I missed with four that that was her husband was the cop. He would never let her come back. She wouldn't even like lie about it or try to be secretive about it. She wouldn't do that. And she would not risk it She's for her kids, kids life. Yeah. Like she doesn't fucking care. Yeah, like I could see her coming back, which, you know, spoiler alert, uh, when Dewey dies, like maybe she would come back for that. But she doesn't. She comes back before that. So there's really no reason. They don't even do Dewey right, man, in this. Oh, that, that's a whole other fucking thing. So. I have... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was Keep just going. gonna say I, I won't go too much into it. We'll discuss it more. But uh, Dewey was like is my favorite of the three characters that were left, and to kill him off in this, I love the way he was killed. Like I love how brutal it was. Like they really try to make it definitive that he died this time uh, by like slashing him by both ends and like kind of ripping him apart. But I was so bummed. I'm like, no, not him. Don't kill him. You know. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer. And the whole movie is just is trying too hard. You know, and like like Joe said, the dialogue, oh my God. It's just someone trying to seem like they're smart to horror these days. And it just did not come off as genuine whatsoever. It People just don't talk like that. You know, look at us. We're four giant horror fans. We never talk like that. You know, it's just not how people talk at all. And it's just, it was too much. So yeah, didn't like it. Yeah, it's going to come back to one of my problems with the killers. It's like, Killing Dewey, he has so much experience with this stuff, so much experience. And he's fought men, women, whatever you want to say. When he had his crippling injury, he was still fighting. And for him to get taken out by the killer that's like five foot, 100 pounds, I'm like, what? And she's dominating him. It's just like, why, Dewey? At least have a sacrifice like he saved Sid or like something like that, something cool. Like, yeah, his kill is brutal, but it didn't mean anything in the story at all. It was just like, let's kill Dewey to make it shocking. And I was like, I hate it. I hate that. Um, I, I think if they're going to do the, I got my dead relative serial killer ghost angle, I think, it, I think it could work if they made it to where like she has to, she's trying to fight her urges and you got Billy fucking whispering in her ear. I think that would have been cool. Dexter? Him, yeah, like Dexter. <laughs> right. But like, exactly. uh, but him literally nodding in a knife I was, I was like, what, what were they thinking with this one? I, I just, it was terrible. It, I fucking hated this movie. Like it's easily, I mean, it's the only movie I've seen in 2022 and it's on, on the worst of the list, but by default, but um, yeah, just nothing about this one did anything for me. Nothing. And it, it sucks. Yeah. Well, it's like, and I mean, God, the whole like requel thing, right? Like, is that's a, its whole thing. But I mean, this really is like a complete 
copy of part one in like so many ways. And it's like, oh my God, talk about like fans. We talk about like, we've talked about fan service, like a bunch on this podcast, obviously. And this is like, to me, fan service done wrong, like in a lot of ways. Like, I mean, how is that fan service? that's not but the call you know going back to Stu's house right like and like stuff like that montage little right randy yeah 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 and bringing the sister randy's sister in as the mother to the uh two new characters and (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) awful like terrible and i really like jasmine savoy brown but her like as the new randy character to me like did not work here either really um but yeah, going back to Dewey's death, I think it was such a slap in the face to the entire franchise and more, most importantly to his character. Um, Cause I actually think this might've been David Arquette's best performance, like as Dewey before he died, like he was like really good in this and like he, man, they like, they didn't even give him an arc here, like nothing. Like he's like, they have him as like this loser and he's trying to like come back, but like they just like he, his character just went out like in such a shitty way and for a he survived four movies like and for him to just make a terrible decision like that just to like go back because he's like what do you say like oh they always come back or something like that so i have to like take care of them dewey is not he knows better than that the dude was the sheriff of police and for him to just get taken out like that i thought was just uh, disrespectful like in a lot of ways like I, I am so bummed and I keep hearing people say well maybe he's not dead and like we didn't actually see him die he's fucking dead. And I'm like if I you I, can- I don't think he is dead because when when Gail runs up to the body bag on the stretcher she she automatically cries thinking that it's him and it's like Gil, how do you know, like you've been through this before where people get killed. There were dozens of people in the hospital that got killed. Like literally the, sh- the thing rolls out and she runs across the street and cries. It's because they so- forgot to shoot that scene and they had you to so? just keep it zipped up. <laughs> you think? <laughs> if Stu so, probably but... survived, I think Dewey could have survived too. So Yeah, but bring Stu back though. Bring him back. Yeah. He, uh, he might come back. I, I actually think that kill should have been Judy Hicks's kill uh sure. because she would have been more naive and went back you know thinking she knows the rules and then gets killed mm-hmm. and it would have been a way better death than what she ended up getting you know in front of her house mm-hmm. like uh, sam said before mm-hmm. um, so that that's something i think they what should you guys think about what you guys think about the killers i the, okay. i thought the final scene was so awful they were trying to impersonate Stu and billy so yeah. much and was just terrible bad dude. having two killers is so fucking old at this point <laughs> like it just it's not clever anymore. They do it in almost no. all the fucking movies. Like it's just four out see, of five. I, yeah, I, I thought they were gonna go uh, like a thing, kind of like uh, was it like one of the last saws where it's a bunch have of like people, seven like, killers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like ha- have it almost that entire group. group. You know, just <laughs> I don't know, like a cult almost, like cult, like a scream cult. That would have been different. Nope, they got to go with the two fucking obvious ass killers, especially um. Was it the Jack, boyfriend was Jack most Quaid? obvious. Holy yeah. shit! Like, could he have? It's horrible. <laughs> like, was, so yeah. obvious. I thought like, they, they made the girl really... too obvious too. I'm like, are they really you making so? this girl this obvious? Yeah. Yeah. And like, also, like the time of where Sydney's in the kitchen with Amber, and it's like, bitch, Sydney could literally like smash your head against the kitchen cabinet and be done with you. Like, you're literally a 12 year old. She killed to... Dewey, Sam. 
I, yeah, I don't believe it. Uh, um, I do agree with you guys about Dewey. Like they did do him wrong. And Joe was so upset. Like I was afraid to talk to him about this. He was so upset about Dewey. Um, but I do want to say real quick is like with the killers, like how it be in the same old same. Seeing the trailer, when I first saw the trailer, I actually was so convinced that Tara and Sam were going to be the killers, which I think that they should have done because in the trailer like we see sam or we see tara get like snatched in the dark and you don't really know what happens to her so i was thinking oh it's probably a thing of where like sam acted like she killed her and like kind of stabbed her a little bit just to throw everyone off like i think it should have been them too would have been better (laughs) and then also real quick i wonder if they are setting Tara up to be a final girl because maybe Sam will have some kind of killer instinct where she goes on a yeah. kill spree and then we're with Tara like Tara's the final girl maybe because it is kind of weird that she was so lovable and like we were rooting all for her and she was just supposed to be like the little kid sister you know yeah that's actually like a really good point Sam I didn't even think of that that maybe they are grooming her Mm-hmm. um to be yeah and because i mean with her like having the killer mentality of billy inside of her um <laughs> which how would she even know he like what he looks like i guess through pictures like well, she saw her that's she, another she didn't weird... know who he, her dad was right? he's in the yearbook probably <laughs> <laughs> but um another weird moment to that so though sam found out about it because she read her mom's diaries right so yeah led to believe that the mom kept her lover's diary <laughs> Right in the about, attic. I have yeah. a love child with a fucking serial killer. Come right. And give me a break. Oh man. So many problems. Yeah. So many problems. Well, and like, man, one of the biggest problems too is the, the legacy characters. Like, what's their screen time in this? Because like I feel like they're like hardly even in the movie. Like they're completely underutilized here. Like, especially Sydney and Gail. Like, I, I think Dewey obviously gets the the probably the most screen time out of the three of them. And like when he is on screen, I think he's he's really good. And you know, besides his death, which pissed me off. But then like Sydney and Gail are just kind of like there. Like I feel like they're just in there for the paycheck. Um, you know, they don't do anything, they don't save the day, they don't really like defeat the killers in the end like they're just fucking there they don't they're wasted completely wasted in this movie i think especially for gail uh mm-hmm. i don't remember exactly what happens but they're her and sydney are about to go inside the house gail gets either stabbed or shot and then she's like no i'll say this one out what <laughs> like you, you just wa- wait outside <laughs> like what the fuck why even bother bringing her back if she's just gonna wait outside for the whole action you know it's just oh my god like, they only had her for two days on set steve yeah probably that's uh yeah this movie just had a lot of weird decisions that i couldn't get behind you know it's just uh it was a waste I mean, and like the obviously like the big thing here is like the whole toxic fandom thing is like they really like went in on that, which granted, like, yeah, of course, the fandom can be toxic from time to time. But do you really want to attack like your whole fan, like the whole entire fan base of the movie, you know, the crowd that's watching this, like, uh, which I thought was like kind of an interesting take. It's like, OK, like you're trying to be um, self-deprecating, I guess, like in a way. But like, I don't know, it just came off like cringy to me more than anything. It was try hard for sure. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, my daughter's uh, review. If you guys want to hear it, real quick. yeah. So she said in the intro, uh, it was good. Showed too much of it in the previews. The good was the kill and the attack was fine, but why does she have to live? 
killing Dewey was pointless. How come there wasn't a single hospital person at all? So like, it was like a Michael Myers part two scene where, where's everybody? Um, when she killed, when he killed the sheriff and Wes, she called all units to her house, but no one came. So we talked about that already. Wouldn't Dewey be able to overpower a young girl? And plus, he shot her like three times already at that point, and their bulletproof vest would have shattered her ribs. Mm-hmm. And then the final scene, didn't the Black Twins get stabbed like seven times and they managed to come back to life? Where did Liz go? I think she like disappeared at one point in the movie. Liz, I think, was the, the female version of the twin. Uh, Gail, yeah. Gail should have died. She got stabbed multiple times or shot. The girl killer was hurt, or no, the girl killer was burnt to a crisp, but survived, question mark, question mark. Oh my God, I was getting ready to talk <laughs> about that. That was and so fucking bad. I got one more line. And uh, Sam's real dad told her where to where a knife was so she can murder someone, question mark. <laughs> so she thought yeah. it was terrible. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. What, so what? <laughs> so th- this movie certified fresh and rotten tomatoes, I think like in the 90 percentile or something like that. It almost has, I think, like a 4.0 on Letterboxd. What are we missing? Three and a half now, yeah. Yeah, what are we What are we missing? Didn't, didn't like, we uh, play with it on, didn't we mention it on the chat, or maybe Sam brought it up, that maybe we're just too old? I don't know. Maybe. Like, I, I don't get it. I mean, and I think a lot of people in the Discord enjoyed it as well, it seems like. So I, and I'm just shocked the four of us as a whole did not like it. Like, I thought maybe at least one of them. I think most people are probably shocked Sam disliked it the mo- disliked it as much as she did because she she being the biggest Scream fan out of the four of us probably. Um, well, but I yeah. wanted to uh, touch base real quick because I know that you guys are like, teens don't talk like that. And I feel like, because I'm the only one here that watches teen shows and they do <laughs> talk like that, you guys. Like, that's how they talk on TikTok. That's how they talk. That's how they talk. Like, they just think that they know everything. They think that they're so smart and that only their thoughts matter, which is cool. Like, go ahead. But it's it's very different from how we were. So I think we're just at the age where it's like, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going off of the whole requel scene, right? Where they 20 minutes describe like a requel like that. Like, okay. Like Randy's like thing in the, in the first one, like they're all drunk at a party. Like he, like that seemed very natural and real, but like them sitting, like uh, talking about a fucking, the rules of a requel for 20 minutes, like so fucking like unbelievable. Like it did not seem like realistic, like whatsoever. Okay, but Dewey's dumbass was sitting there buying all of it, talking <laughs> to him about it too. He was feeding into that shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, that had is to. the only I mean, like little cheesy thing. But like, especially at the mm-hmm. beginning, where Tara's going on and on about her fucking movie taste, I was like, shut the fuck sure. up. Like no one cares. <laughs> and then when Amber was going on about everyone, like we wanted to be different, and it's like, shut up. When the boyfriend's like, I never seen a stab. Bullshit, motherfucker. You're lying. <laughs> we all know you're lying. That was say- kind of fun, though. The stat when he was watching like all the stab recap yeah. things on YouTube. <laughs> I, I got to say, I did really like the um, part where Ghostface was talking like he was pretending to be the mom's boyfriend. I thought that mm-hmm. was actually pretty cool. Oh, like, yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. For like two, three minutes, he was just kind of normal. And you, you can tell as the fans, like, oh, fuck, that's Ghostface. He's got that little yeah. creepy in him. Yeah. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Like at, least, yeah. at least he wasn't imitating someone else's voice which was, oh my god so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm so glad they didn't I, go back to that uh, shit i liked how they had like the voice changer on like the side yeah of that was the cool. thing like how they, i thought that was really cool too like how they introduced that so, so yeah i mean i mean there's like some decent stuff here like i think yeah. all the kills were like really good and like especially like wes's kill uh when like he goes through the side of his face oh, there with yeah. the knife that was really good and like ghostface is brutal in this like 
they kind of went Halloween kills, sort of like just the most brutal ghost they face wish. we've seen. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's like the most positive I can say about it. Um, yeah, that, that's actually but, answers one of uh, Todd's daughter's uh, questions: is why is the hospital empty? Uh, the staff went to Haddonfield to uh, talk about the <laughs> tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they said like you have a private something, but that doesn't mean every single the whole floor leaves. isn't no. fucking empty. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you got attacked by like a fucking she killer. Critical, she could have been in critical. She should have been in critical condition because yeah. that blade's what? No, it's a, it's, it's inches, a movie. It's just a flesh wound. I, I, yeah, okay. It's like last action hero. Stop <laughs> complaining, bitch. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> And here's the thing, like, you, you call this, like, a requel, right? So, like, why not bring back Stu, right, as, like, like one of the killers or something like that? Like, you're, 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 you, you, like, you're bringing back all these legacy characters, right, and stuff like that. You're So, like, and then you just, it, the killers are just two uninteresting new characters. Like, that, I think that was, like, the huge disappointment for me, too, because I was like, they're going to do something. They're going to bring back a character. They're going to bring back someone from the original Scream. It's going to, that would be really cool. But instead, we just get, like, yeah, just, like, boring. I think he's the final boss for part seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matthew Lillard is in this movie, actually, for those who don't know. He is in the Stab trailer. He is the uh, ghost face with the uh, flamethrower. That oh, is yeah. uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. That's hilarious. And also, um, Drew Barrymore also came back for this. She plays um, the voice of the principal uh, in the high school. You can hear her making announcements in the morning. So they did. I mean, it is cool that they did some of that stuff. Like, yeah, you know, I, yeah, there's I, some yeah. charming parts about it. See, that that's good mm-hmm. fan service. Yeah, right. You know, that, yeah. That's yeah. It's the other stuff that was. Didn't they have a statue to the? Um, that was in part fonts. four. That was part four. Part four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone brought that up. I think cool. it was Lyman Steve. Joe, Joe did. Yeah. Joe. I, I didn't. I didn't notice it either when I watched it. A... Yeah, they need more of that stuff. Yeah, like, that, that's yeah. Total, nice little. Yeah, this town and has done a lot of damage to it. The yeah. YouTube clip of what's her face, um, Hayden Panettiere's character. Yeah, they said she survived. You guys, did she remember. really survive? What, what Will she ever remember. be back? You think? Well, so yeah, they apparently they wanted to bring Kirby back, but they were just like they thought it was gonna be just like too, too much. Early. Like, too soon. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so instead, if you very quickly, it pops up when he's watching the thing. One of the side tabs on the YouTube says, uh, Woodsboro survivor speaks. And it's a picture of Kirby, like in an interview. So, yeah, apparently Kirby I, I did like and, the, um, the nods to Wes Craven, uh, like, sure. You know, the Elm yep. street and all that stuff. I thought that yeah. was yeah. cool. Yeah. And we get for the the very ending we get the four west which was yeah. nice like it was, it was really nice yeah i mean so i mean the directors i think i mean they you could tell they were trying like obviously to uh be respectful to the franchise but whoever wrote this script i don't know um is it kevin williamson did kevin williamson write the script did he come back for this i don't know i'm wondering but how much leeway just... they got like if this was their tale right yeah i don't think it was... question yeah they probably he, like he hey this it. is what you gotta do kevin williamson mm-hmm. No, it's he, yeah. he, just characters created by it, but it's James Vanderbilt that wrote it. The guy mm. from fucking that football movie? No, no. I don't want your <laughs> life. James Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek. Van <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, it's the guy who wrote, let's see, Ready or Not. Um, Spider Man 2. Oh, oh Zodiac. Yeah. Zodiac's good. The Amazing Spider Man's fucking Independence Day. Wow. Oh, wow. Dude, Zodiac's Jeez. legit. It's a good movie. Huh. I mean, maybe it's cut. Maybe it's because Williamson didn't write this one. You know, like it just didn't have the same charm. I don't know. 
they were like it's like they were writing like Williamson would write, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of how it felt here, but it just didn't feel as natural. But Plus my God, writing all the other that? movies that have a bunch of stuff going on, like all those titles that mm-hmm. everyone just named, right? But can we just talk about Amber's death? Like she fucking was engulfed in flames, and you're telling me that it's realistic that she would get up? <laughs> no, your body would be in shock. You would literally be paralyzed <laughs> on the floor. You would not be able to move. That was ridiculous. That was such a fucking corny ass scene. I fucking hated it when she like came up like all like burnt and charred. I'm like, give me a fucking break. That was like icing on the shit sun, the cherry on the shit Sunday for me when that happened. <laughs> you know what they should have done, man? If they want to change it up, have the killers win. Have them pull off their little fucking scheme. And they're famous good, yeah. and they're fucking Until the next yeah. one, they're yeah. victims. Yeah. Kill, Just kills change the it up. Final girl. Yeah, that'd be yeah, yeah. that would have been yeah, awesome. Then, yeah. They should have killed Gale, though. Let's be honest. They should have just not brought him in. Just yeah, fucking... they, they shouldn't have been brought in at all. Like, I get why they did, yeah. but they... I don't think they yeah. should yeah. Like, nope, we're fucking done. Have Dewey and Gale in love in fucking New York, and they're like, nope, we're good. And then Sydney's... I don't know, man. They so where stop. do we go from here? I mean, part Nowhere, six is coming. It alone. Oh, it's, it's coming. coming. It's coming, Todd. You don't have a choice. Damn it. Damn it. No. The directors are coming back. Radio Silence is coming back for part six. It, I mean, it fucking killed it in theaters, right? I mean, it, yeah. it finally dethroned Spider-Man. And, well, you know, for a week. Was, Spider-Man big, went big, right back. I was like, dethroned right, yeah. Spider-Man, not my baby, boo. <laughs> yeah, ja- yeah, Jackass actually dethroned Spider-Man for good. Let's just have Tom wow. Holland come back. He'll be in the next one. He'll be the killer. <laughs> Zendaya would be his killer-ass sidekick. Yes. Sam would love, love that. <laughs> Let's just have them banging the whole time. Call it a day. <laughs> I will, do you think we'll get more Ghost Billy in part six? Fucking shit, I hope dude. not, but I think so. I, 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 think, I that think we are. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen with Sam. Yeah, that I actually yeah. think you might. I actually think you might have predicted it, Sam. I think you're right. I think she's going to go like full villain in the next one. Like Billy's gonna turn her because she has that psycho edge. And because otherwise, if not, sister, what is yeah. the point of having the visions of Billy like introducing he's, that he's to helpful. us? Like, he's a helpful ghost. So what? It's gonna go away in a year when we see her again, like. Yeah. Like when she 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 loses her car keys and he's in the the mirror. He goes, <laughs> he's over there. Yeah, right. That's what he does. Right. It's very helpful. <laughs> he's misunderstood. Yeah. So so yeah, this is what I think is gonna happen. So the next movie they're gonna kill Sydney and Gail. I think they're both. Gonna, no. Or at least one Good. of them. And Do kill it. the next one, the one, and then the one after, and then the Dewey's at the daughter end, that we didn't know about comes back. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that her cousin or you know, like adopted fucking aunt or whatever the fuck. The it Dewey's is. receptionist <laughs> from the police station. Yeah, Gail yeah. had a baby, and Gail had a baby. Gail's and she intern. Dewey for for fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, and I think Stu's going to be the final boss in part seven, and then he's going to go after uh, what's her uh, Tara, but then Tara. Is going to be helped by the three ghosts of Dewey, Gale, and, <laughs> and Sydney. Oh my god, god like, I hate like, you. Like, fucking the Ghostbusters. Like, like Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. They're going to hold her knife up <laughs> oh my and finish god. you off once and for all. Uh, Why god. the fuck not at this point? You know, exactly. Make it something different. You know, submit the script, Steve. Yeah. Exactly. Get those credits. Make we that, still have their make contact, that check. Right? I love it. God, it's, it's just, I don't even know where they go from here. Like, what's what type of horror movie do they riff off the same of? Same plot. It's, it's the same plot, though. They gotta stop with the same the same fucking beats every single. Like we did the review of one and four 
a month ago, right? And I, I, I went back and listened to it just to kind of prepare for this. And a lot of the complaints we had about the sequels in that one were, again, repeating the same fucking thing. Family members that come out of nowhere. Two killers again. It's just like, why haven't they learned a fucking lesson with this? It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do something different have, for once. Have the killers win. Have, have the killers kill Sydney and Gail and make it look like Gail and Sydney were the killers and they finally snapped after all these years and then they win. I think that's what I think that'd be actually pretty cool. But you get it, yeah, you get a surprise us. You get a surprise us some way. I mean, that's what you know, that's what made the first one so the good. The entire time for the last 25 <laughs> years, it was just her. Yeah. Well, maybe All they right. were thinking, let's just let's do it this way, just to kind of warm the people up to us since we're new to the franchise. Like, maybe that's why, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I have some hope, I guess. Because like I do think Radio Silence, I think they're very good filmmakers. Like yeah. I, I mean they draw honestly they dropped the ball on this one in my opinion. But I mean maybe it wasn't like Todd had said. It I mean them. it might have just been stu- yeah studio pressure. The studio might have been kind of looking over their shoulder the whole movie or whatever. But it could I mean, also that would be... make sense because they're like the, there's a formula and the formula seems to work. So don't change it on this first one. Don't fuck it up or you will not get in the next one. Yeah. It could also just be a thing where some filmmakers are better with their original material than they are yeah. with, uh, sure. you know, IPs. And I mean, M. Night Shyamalan's a perfect example of that. Uh, when he did his own IPs, they were better than when he tried to do fucking Avatar, you know, just yeah. which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theater. So <laughs> maybe some people are just better suited to do their own material. And maybe that's the sure. case of Radio Silence. I don't know. So I'll still give it yeah. a chance. I mean, I'll definitely see you know, oh, yeah. whatever they call the next screen. Of course, we're definitely oh, yeah. going to go and yeah. watch it and review it. So, All right. <laughs> but what do they call the next one, right? Th- that's a whole, like, oh my God. It's screaming. Yeah, scream again. Screaming. More screaming. Scream harder. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of hope they call it Scream 6 and it's just like, oh, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Ratings? Sure. I can't believe I liked this. I mean, I liked Halloween Kills better than scream though like i never thought <laughs> after watching halloween kills i was like halloween kills is better <laughs> yeah those kills are legit i'm low i'm a two i'm a two out of five on letterbox what does that translate to out of ten four like four I, yeah i guess yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i man yeah this was a massive disappointment is you know definitely i mean this will definitely go down probably is the biggest disappointment of 2022 and we're only in you know february and uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, there's some decent stuff here, I guess. Um, you know, I didn't completely like hate watching it, but I mean, it, easily the worst of the entire Scream franchise. Um, I'll give it a five. Hmm. I just went, I feel like we got caught up with Gail and Dewey more than we did Sydney. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like, I want to know how many dogs does she have? Are they golden retrievers? I want to know what sports her kids are doing. Like, what are their names? What's going on with her husband? What does her home decor look like these days? Um, so I think I'm sitting at a five as well. Uh, I also forgot to mention, uh, I mentioned it, I think last week, I was seeing a special screening of uh, Scream, and I didn't know what it was. It was like an all-access Scream fan event that they called it. Uh, it, it was only the actors presenting the movie at the beginning in like a fucking video. <laughs> That's all it was. There was no like things to give out. There was no, uh, you know, anything. It was just basically a behind the scenes 
thank you for being a Scream fan. Here's, uh, we, you know, had fun doing this project, blah, 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 blah. It was like an extra 10 minutes tacked onto the fucking movie at the beginning, mm-hmm. just to, so huge disappointment there. Um, so despite having, you know, shit on it for the last half hour, uh, I, w- I did come out somewhat entertained. Like I wasn't bored. And that is usually my biggest cinema sin is being bored. Um, and I did, you know, as, as much as I complain about it, I did like seeing Dewey again. You know, uh, I did like seeing Ghostface again. I thought he was brutal. And so I was entertained and I will give it another chance. You know, now that I've seen it, I'll have time to like think about it. So when it comes out, I'll probably buy it because I want to finish the collection anyway. So I'm actually going to be higher than you guys. I'm going to give it a six out of 10. I, I still like had fun watching it, but there are a lot of fucking issues. Like this should have been a nine at least. But it wasn't. It was a six, and that's the bummer. That's why I'm, I guess I'm complaining so much. But I was still entertained, so I'm good with the six. Steve, you're right. I mean, it was entertaining. I was entertained because I was trying to figure out who the killer was. I was loving the party scenes. Like I was having a fine time. I guess I was just let down because I think I just have the nostalgia for it, which is my own fucking fault. Like I'm literally the person that I bitch about, like lower your expectations. <laughs> what else is, what else can you have different about a screen six people scream five. And for um, the record, three is my least favorite still. Okay. I, I, I was going to ask because it's everyone's least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I still go for me. It'd be one, four, two, uh, five, three. Remind me which one three is stab. It's the one that's like behind the scenes, like in Hollywood. Yeah. Mine's in order still. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I go in order as well. It's not even close to. I hate. I hate five. At least four is. <laughs> yeah, I think four is more entertaining for sure. Yeah. I think the killers are better in four too. More interesting anyway. Well, I'm gonna disappoint a lot of people because a lot of people like this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We're on a disappointing roll right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope that when I do rewatch it, I'll be like, "Holy shit, I was way too harsh on this." But we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll At see. Still, I mean, I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was in a bad mood because the theater was out of nacho cheese. So it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to enjoy my usual. Now nacho. COVID's got our cheese, man. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So taking everything. <laughs> so next week, Texas chainsaw Texas. next week. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have another shitty another <laughs> big franchise. Wait, I the new think I am <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Real quick. Go- going back to when i watched the trailer guys i don't need sally and joe coming back saying she's waited all these years fuck like why (laughs) like no bitch you have not been waiting all this long like move on with your life have your grandbabies come on it doesn't make sense that she'd be waiting 50 years for leatherface no (laughs) it was literally like a copy and paste of Lori. Like, yeah, Lori, Lori waited 40 years for her, Michael. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Michael was incarcerated. This guy's on the on the prowl, well, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, just out there. Like, just go him. get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go look for him. <laughs> right. Be like, Leatherface, no I'm out here alone. Yeah. And just have she, a gun. She's like at home, like, I can't wait for a group of kids to go there yeah, so I can make my home, move. You know? Like, come on. Watch bring Sally back. Like me. she's working with them. Watch yeah. them well, fuck that up somehow. Bringing her back doesn't even make sense because like the original actress is dead so like i could yeah. see if like they would have brought her back because it was the original actress that would have sure, been cool but like i guess to completely recast her and be like okay we're bringing her back like i'm very i'm this is gonna be bad i'm yeah, already let, let grandma, i'm already calling it <laughs> let grandma be at home with her grandkids not trying to kill yeah. fucking leatherface wow 
<sighs> like a whole new story would have been so more and i mean i haven't seen it yet obviously but yeah we're all judging just a, whole, <laughs> just a whole new story would have been like you would have gotten me in the seat i would have paid the ticket i would have like i texas chainsaw is brutal it's usually yeah. scary like but just her saying i've waited for this i was like i don't want to see you <laughs> yeah there was even like dust flying Where's out of my her mouth when she said it. like why Where's my walker? Uh, Leatherface if, can't lift a fucking chainsaw. You know how heavy those things are? This fucking true. guy's 75 years old, pumping it above his head. Come right. on. Like, it's, I don't believe it. Like, if the lady's older now, Leatherface. He's got to be old too. Older now I, I don't know, though. Like, like, he'd be like 70. I, I saw Gunnar Hansen right before he died, and he looked good. Like, he could hold a fucking chainsaw uh-huh. still to this day. So All I think right. Leatherface could do we'll it. Allow maybe it, we'll maybe allow it's it. not. Maybe it's a different Leatherface. <laughs> oh, so maybe you're it's original, one of the. Right? Maybe it's one of the inbreeds. Maybe it's Jedediah that (laughs) Yeah, that'd be awesome. Imagine. Holy shit, that'd be amazing. Automatic five points for that. Right. I'll have a tear running down my eye. Jedediah. I will say that I will say the mask, the mask looks cool in this one. So that that's already a positive. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that little music where it's like near. And they brought and they brought the original narrator back for this one too. Nice. I like that. Yeah, Nightcore, baby. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Hopefully, we did not let you down with our Scream review. Let us know what you think. Apparently, everyone loves it. So if you love it, cool. But it's going to be a no for us. <laughs> Don't forget to. stop. <laughs> for now. Maybe when we revisit it. Who knows? Maybe that'll be a trivia punishment. You got to revisit Scream 5. (laughs) Anyways, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Check out our Discord. And don't forget, um, book movie night. Movie club is tomorrow, Saturday. Join our Discord so you can get all the details. And thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. What's your favorite scary movie? Um, see your feet? Ah, 